Meron hong kwento ng dalawang uri ng tatay. Yung unang tatay daw ho ay hindi makadiyos. This father hated God, hated the Bible. Tuwing binabasa niya ang Bible, para siyang allergic. Tuwing pumupunta siya sa simbahan, para siyang nalulusaw, nasusunog. This father does not want to have anything to do with anything about God or about faith or about religion. So itong tatay na to ay sugarol, laging lasing, laging baon sa sugal, laging baon sa utang, labas-masok sa kulungan. Ang ending ho, yung kanyang mga anak, labas-masok din sa kulungan. Hiwalay din sa pamilya, wasak ang buhay, hindi nakapagtapos sa pag-aaral, at wala hong parang pat- patutunguhan ng buhay. Many of his children and grandchildren were, were failures and they ended up addicted. Lagi hong may kaso, Parang ang guluho ng pamilyang ito. Pastor Mike, meron palang ganong uri ng pamilya, ano? Mga apo mo, parang lahat iwalay sa asawa, lahat may kabit, lahat na lang baon sa utang, lahat na lang may bisyo. The second father is different. Itong tatay na to naman ay makadyos, lagi nasa simbahan, laging binabasa ang Biblia, mahal na mahal niya ang Panginoon. Ang ending this godly father had children who are successful. Ay, mga doktor, mga engineer, mga business leaders. They have good families. Buo ang marriage, successful ang mga anak. Puro valediktorian ng mga apo. Ay, grabe, ano? In other words, two types of life, two types of quality of existence have different types of results. Ganon din daw sa buhay minsan. Kapag tayo daw ho ay pinili natin ang tama, pinili natin ang Diyos ng higit sa lahat, higit, higit sa pera, higit sa kapwa, higit sa tao, higit sa ano pamang bagay, higit paman sa anumang tagumpay na inaalok ng mundo. When we choose to live a life that honors God and follows God and trusts God, may epekto din daw ho sa ating pamilya, sa ating buhay, at sa mga taong nakapaligid sa atin. But if we choose to live our lives away from God and in rebellion against God, yung buhay na hiwalay sa Diyos, wala ang Diyos, at galit sa Diyos, at wala, hindi nakaakma sa plano ng Diyos, meron daw ang epekto sa ating pamilya, sa ating kapaligiran. In a sense, that is the story of the book of Esther. It's the story of two kinds of lives and two kinds of families. Yung mga tao na nagtiwala sa Diyos at sumigaw at umiyak at humingi ng tulong sa Diyos, sila yung pinagpala. Hello? Yung mga tao na akala nila sila ang magaling, kaya nila kahit walang Diyos at ang buhay nila ay taliwas sa kagustuhan ng Diyos, sila ang naparusahan. Ah, and now we enter the next part of our series on the book of Esther. Episode 8. So, yung mga sa katabi mo, oh, pare, episode 8 na. <laughs> so, for those of us who missed episode 7, and that was, that was what happened. That's how it began. So, today, we'll continue with the book of Esther. Hindi man makita, God is at work. Ang ganda, ang galing ho. Part 8 na po tayo. Pero, tika muna, Pastor Mike, saan ba nakikita sa Bible na pagsubunod ka sa Diyos? 
Pag ang buhay mo ay makadiyos at ang buhay mo ay malapit sa Diyos at ang buhay mo ay punong-puno ng Diyos. Where is that found in the Bible where God gives you victory, God gives you success, and God gives you blessing? Meron ho. Hindi naman lagi eh. Sometimes you follow God and you go through difficult times. Sometimes you trust God and you still go through trying times. Sometimes you love God and you still go through suffering and evil and pain. But sometimes, once in a while, ah, Book of Esther, God lifts you up and you gain victory. Merong tagumpay laban sa mga mali at masama at magulo sa ating mga buhay. One of the passages that teaches us that is 1 Corinthians 15 verse 57. Sabi ng 1 Corinthians 15, But thanks be to God who gives us victory. Ayan, meron daw tagumpay na binibigay ang Diyos dahil sa Panginoong Jesus. Because we have Christ in our lives. We have the Lord Jesus Christ. We can overcome. We can conquer our giants. And we can defeat the dark and difficult enemies in our lives. Ito pa, another passage that speaks about that is 1 John chapter 4, 1 John chapter 5 verse 4. For everyone born of God, lahat daw na mga anak ng Diyos, overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Ah, ang ganda! Pastor Mike, ibig sabihin, pag nagtitiwala daw tayo sa Diyos, our faith in God allows us to overcome whatever darkness, difficulty, or evil, or injustice that we have to face in this world. Kasi wala pa tayo sa langit eh. So sa mundong ito, puro gera, puro tukso, puro digmaan, puro labanan pa rin. Kaya kapag ka, kakampi mo si Jesus, yun, kapag ka, kasama mo ang Diyos, kaya nating gapiin anumang masama ang pumapalibot sa atin. Sabi nga, it is not the water around the ship that makes the ship sink but it's the water that is inside the ship so sometimes we have we have, we are surrounded by so many pain and evil in the world and that's okay we survive but once we allow the difficulties and the darkness and the evil and the temptations and the sin that surrounds us to fill our lives instead of god yon that's what makes us sink and so remember when Moses was telling Joshua how to conquer the promised land, this is what he told Joshua. Parang sabi niya, oh, papasok na kayo sa lupang pangako. Paano kayo magtatagumpay? Ang lalaki niyan. Paano kayo magtatagumpay? Isang damakmak yung mga kalaban, yung mga mandirigma. They have so many warriors. They have large fortified cities. And this is what Moses said to Joshua. And this can be applied to our lives as well. Joshua chapter 1, verse 8 to 9 says, Do not let this book of the law... Oh! Moses introduced to Joshua. Actually, it was God telling Moses and Joshua, The word of God is your weapon. Do not let this book of the law depart from your mouth. Meditate on it day and night. Yung salita ng Diyos. Araw at gabi. Punuin mo ang puso mo nito. So that you may be careful to do everything written in it. Then you will be... Oh, this is the word, prosperous and successful. That's victory. That's triumph over our enemies and our difficulties. Have I not commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be terrified. 
Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Oh, this is amazing, ano? This is beautiful. Hirap na hirap ka na ba? Sa health problem na pinagdadaanan mo? The Bible says, you trust the word of God. You trust the will of God. You submit to the ways of God. Hirap na hirap ka na ba sa studies mo? Papasa ka ba o hindi? Hirap na hirap ka na ba sa negosyong ito? Aangat ba to o hindi? Hirap na hirap ka na ba sa pamilyang ito? Sa marriage na ito? Sa mga batang ito? Lord, may pag-asa pa kaya itong problemang ito? Lord, magbabago pa kaya ang buhay na ito? Joshua chapter 1 encourages us. Be strong. Take courage. You allow the word of God, the will of God, and the ways of God to fill your life then there will be success. There will be victory. Yun ho ang book of Esther. Ang ganda ho. Sa chapter 7, chapter 8, we see a glimpse of this. Parang God gives us a clue. Oh, alam nyo na, you want to be successful in life? You want to be triumphant? You want to be victorious in life? Look at the life of Mordecai and Esther. Hindi naman sila yung pinakamatalino eh. Hindi naman sila yung pinakamayaman eh. Hindi naman sila yung pinakamalakas eh. Hindi naman sila yung pinakamagaling eh. Pero sila yung inangat ng Diyos. Why? Because a broken heart and a humble heart and a trusting heart, God cannot ignore. Yes, hindi lahat blessing. Yes, hindi lahat healing. Yes, hindi lahat success and victory and wealth all the time. Kasi that's not the promise of God. The promise of God is His presence. I will be with you. Whatever it is you are facing. So the book of Esther essentially has four themes. Pag binasa nyo yung chapter 1 to 10, ang ganda ho. Four themes of the book of Esther. The first theme is God's commitment to His people. Oh, mahal ko kayo ha. Tapat ako kay Abraham, kay Isaac, kay Jacob, at sa bansang Israel, at sa lahat ng salinlahi ninyo. Kahit di nyo kumahal, mahal ko kayo. Kahit di kayo tapat sa akin, tapat ako sa inyo. Kitan-kita natin yun sa book of Esther. God will not abandon them in their moment of need, in the worst, darkest times in their lives. The second theme of the book of Esther is God's hidden providence to His people. Ano ba yung providence, Pastor Mike? It's the, the mysterious ways of God where He allows us to go through pain and suffering. Magtatampo ka kay Lord. Lord, ba't ba ako merong ganitong findings, medical findings ng doktor? Bakit ba, Lord? Pinadadaan mo ako sa ganitong bankruptcy at sa ganitong crisis. Well, we do not know. Yon, providence ang tawag doon. He allows us to go through these things because He has a reason and a purpose. Something good and beautiful that we cannot see yet. That's called providence. And then, the third theme in the book of Esther is this. God's purpose and calling for His people. Alam nyo kasi, ang people of Israel, chosen nation yan. Special nation yan. They were called, they were chosen to give birth to the Savior. Jesus Christ has to come through the line of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David. Hindi pwedeng pinangana, ipanganak si Jesus na Pilipino. Hindi siya pango na pinanganak tulad natin. He has, a, he has a special people chosen. So he is not Chinese, he's not Japanese, he's not Korean, he's not American, he's not German, he is Jewish. So that's why the people of Israel will never be destroyed because they are supposed to give birth to the Savior. They're the bearer of the good news. Ang kaligtasan ng buong mundo ay nakasalalay sa special na bansang ito. So kahit ilang Haman ang 
tad-tad mo sa kanila. Kahit na ilang King Xerxes ang pagdaanan nila, they will survive. And that is God's purpose for His people. And finally, makikita niyo to, chapters 1 to 10 ng Book of Esther, God's work of reversing evil and turning it for the good. This is my favorite. Ang galing! Woohoo! Ang ganda! May binato sa yung masama pagdating sa yung mabuti na. Kasi ang Dios may niluluto, may inaayos. You meant it for evil, but God can turn it for good. Yon the reversal of circumstances in our lives, and that is the Book of Esther. So alam niyo na, no? The Book of Esther can be divided into two parts. Chapters 1 to 7 are the times of trials. Yung mga pagsubok, yung mga pighati, at mga kaguluhan na pinagdaanan nila. Lahat yan. Chapters 1 to 7. But chapters 8, 9, and 10. Ah! Ang galing! Gumaganda na. And today, we enter chapter 8. Whoa! Sabi mo nga sa katabi mo, Oy, huwag ka matutulog, ha? Maganda ito. Chapter 8 na. Tandaan niyo to. Tayo ay magtatagumpay laban sa kasamaan dahil kay Lord. When we trust and obey God, He will provide for us, He will promote us, He will protect us. Hindi mo man makita, huwag ka magtampo. May ginagawa at may pinagagawa ang Diyos sa buhay mo. God can turn something bad into something good. Oh, alam niyo na, previously on Esther, ha, parang Netflix, ha, Haman was essentially executed. So that's chapter 7. Haman was impaled on the pole, had set up for Mordecai. Yeah, ano ba yan, Pastor Mike? Grabe naman yan! Ganun talaga. It's the ancient times. Ang kanilang death penalty during those times is not lethal injection. It's not an electric chair. It's either by hanging, bibigtiin ka, or beheading, pugot ulo ka, or impaling, tuhog ka. Mamili ka. Sabi mo, tabi mo sa katabi mo, mamili ka. Anong type mo? So in the ancient times, in the kingdom of Persia, this is their favorite form of execution. Pag sinabi ng hari na, patayin yan. So either pugot, bigte, o tuhog. So Haman was impaled on the pole, the Bible says. Pero ito yung problema. Ito yung problema. Chapter 8. Patay na yung kalaban. Wala na yung kontrabida. Na-execute na si Haman. But the law was still in effect. Sa Persia, the law cannot be reversed. Ang gulo nga eh, no? All you can do is to create a counter law that will compete with the prevailing law. Ang <laughs> tindi, no? Ang gulo. So, they have laws that is favorable for this and they have other laws that will be counter-favorable for that and all their laws are conflicting. And that's okay. That's the Persian mind. The laws can never be reversed. So, patay na si Haman. Wala nang kalaban. Diba? Pagka may palabas sa TV, pag sa amprobensyano, patay na yung kalaban. Wala nang kontrabida. Masaya na eh. Pero dito, hindi pa. Hindi sila masaya kasi meron pa date, meron pa month that all of the Jews in all the kingdom will be annihilated. Ito na, chapter 8. There are three powerful, beautiful lessons we can learn from this chapter. Ang ganda ho. This is the first reflection and lesson we can learn. Dahil sa provision ni Lord, we can have victory laban sa kasamaan. Sabi nyo nga, provision. 
once in a while, for us to overcome difficulties and darkness and enemies and temptations and suffering in our lives, God needs to provide whatever it is we need. He provides strength. He provides resources. He provides people. He provides guidance and wisdom para mapagtagumpayan daw natin ang kasamaan na nakapalibot sa atin. And that is how God helped Mordecai and Esther and the people of Israel. And that is called the provision of God. Alam nyo, si Esther at si Mordecai, hindi naman talaga sila mayaman eh. Si Esther nga, lumaki, ulila. She's an orphan. Imagine growing up in a foreign land with no dad, no mom. Wala kang nanay, wala kang tatay. Pinalaki ka lang ng pinsan mo na government employee. Ay, ang hirap na na. Nasa ibang bansa kayo. Wala kayong masyadong kakilala. Kayo ay mga dayuhan. You're treated as second-class citizens. You are discriminated. You are threatened. You are not really welcome. Instead, you are considered slaves or immigrants. And so, the people of Israel, Mordecai and Esther, they need to trust the provision of God. And God has provided in many ways. But one of the most beautiful, poetic justice provision of God is when, nung pinatay si Haman, eh si Haman, mayaman, multimillionaire, ang dami-daming ari-arian. Remember, he gave a bribe to the king, King Xerxes. Million, multi-million peso bribe para ipapatay yung mga Jews. Eh, ganun siya kayaman. Bariya lang sa kanila yun. The Bible says, when he was executed, all his wealth and all his riches and all his properties, dami ha, was given to Esther. Tinan niyo to. Chapter 1, verse 2, uh, verse 1 and 2 says, on that same day na pinatay si Haman, Kapag kapangatay ni Haman, the king, King Xerxes gave the property of Haman, the enemy of the Jews, to Queen Esther. And then Esther appointed Mordecai to be in charge of Haman's property. Whoa! It's the provision of God. Hindi ka na magkukulang ito, itong mga kayamanan, ari-arian at mga properties at mga real estate ni Haman. Sa'yo na. Oh! It's the provision of God. That's how you overcome your enemies. Natatawag ka sa Panginoon, Panginoon, hindi ko po alam kung paano namin sasagutin itong utang na ito. Lord, hindi ko po alam kung paano namin babayaran itong sakit na ito. Lord, hindi namin alam kung paano makakaahon sa ganitong problema. But Lord, we look to you. You will provide for us. God is provider. God is our supplier. Amen? Hello? So that's how we live our lives. We look to the God who can bless us and who can provide for us. And that's what happened here in this particular segment of the story. God provided for Haman and Esther. This is consistent with the other stories in the Bible. For example, si King David, the Psalm 32, sinabi niya, he, he observed life. He observed yung buhay. Sabi niya sa Psalms 37 verse 25, I was once young and now I am old. Parang sabi niya, ilang dekada ng buhay ko. Nakita ko na. I know! I saw. Sabi niya, yet I have never seen the godly abandoned or their children begging for bread. Whoa! 
Ganda naman niya, Pastor May, ang galing. This is one of the passages that once in a while when I, pag gipit na gipit na ho ako, pag hirap na hirap na ako, parang feeling ko, Lord, mauubos na yung, masizero na yata yung savings namin, Lord. Ah. Kaliwat ka na ng ospital, ah. Kalit, kaliwat ka na ng ang patay, ah. Kaliwat ka na ng emergency sa family at mga kamag-anak, ah. I look to this passage and I say, Lord, ni minsan, hindi mo naman talaga kami pinabayaan. Ni minsan, hindi mo kami nilaglag. Lord, David says, I have seen the life of the godly. Yung taong malapit sa Diyos, yung taong makadiyos, hindi yan magugutom. Yung mga anak niya, hindi pupulutin sa lansangan para maglimos. That's a powerful verse, ha? It's a beautiful passage. Alam niyo, one of the rare moments in my life, no? Grabe. When, uh, when I had no more savings in my account. No? That's many, many years ago. Alam niyo yun, pagka tinitinan ko yung ATM ko, di ba ang ATM, ATM card meron niyang ending balance? Ako, madalas ho, inuubos ko yung ending balance kasi walang-wala kami. Wala nang gata si baby, wala nang diaper para sa anak ko. Wala nang gamot para kay misis. Puputulan na kami ng ilaw kasi wala na, na late na ako makabayad sa Meralco. Overdue na, may disconnection notice na. So I will go to the ATM machine. Zero. <laughs> Zero balance. Lord! Satawag na lang ako, Lord. Paano ba to? How do we live for another day, for another week? Sometimes you go through that, right? Sometimes you just have to, to trust God, ask for help from family, relatives. I can never forget. One day, sabi ko sa misis ko, mal, check lang ako sa ATM, baka sakali. You know, bak- beke na men. No? Baka, baka naman merong surprise si Lord. Sabi niya, sige, inubos mo na nga yung ending balance. Pagkagalitan na tayo ng banko niya, isasara yung ATM card mo. Hindi, sige lang, tinan natin. And so, lo and behold, enter pin. Two. Wrong pin. <laughs> ending balance. Nanlaki ho mata. Malaki na mata ko, lumaki palalo eh. Six digits. 100,000. Totoo ba to Lord? 100,000 and 10 centavos. 10 centavos na lang tinira ko last time. <laughs> oh! Para akong hihimatayin sa ATM machine ha. Sabi ko, mali yata yung pin- Tapos print. Print receipt. <laughs> so pinrint ko, papakita ko kay Etel, papalaminate ko sana eh. First time in my life. That's the largest amount somebody gave me. Until today. I didn't know who. Never happened before. Never happened again. It happened again, pero it's not the same amount. Ay, grabe, no? And so, pag uwi ko sa bahay, pinakita ko kay Ethel, ay, umiiyak ko ako. Sabi ko, mahal, tinan mo ito, may pakita ko sa'yo. Alam ko na yan, zero, zero, zero balance. Hindi, iba to, iba to. Tingnan mo. And so, she also cried and said, Lord, thank you, Lord. Praise God. You see, there are many instances like that. Ay, grabe, you know the story, no? Nasa hospital kami, ang laki-laki ng bill namin. And, and a friend came direct to the hospital cashier's office. And they inquired, magkano ba yung bill ni Pastor Mike? Ito, ito ang bill, latest bill. Laki pala, no? Isiro mo nga. Siniro. Naglabas ko ng card, zero. Pagtingin ko, zero. Wala na kayong mabaya. Wala na. Wala pa akong feel health on that time. Eh, no? Amazing. And I know you have stories like that. These are glimpses of the mercy and the grace of God. 
the provision of God. Amen? Praise God. Palapakan natin ang Panginoon. Salamat po, Panginoon. And that is how the book of Esther gives us a glimpse on what's really happening here. It is God who provides. In this case, it's poetic justice. The wealth accumulated by the arrogant, evil Haman was transferred to Esther and Mordecai. And you notice, maganda to, no? Pagdating sa latter passages, latter verses ng chapter 8, the entire people of Persia, they now begin to respect and fear the God of Mordecai and Esther. Something beautiful happens, no? When people see our lives and how God provides and how God intervenes and how God transforms our lives, parang namamangha sila. Ano mang klaseng Diyos yan? Gusto naming makilala at igalang at katakutan din. Sino ba yung Diyos nila? Ba't pa hindi sila pinababayaan ng Diyos nila? Ah! Which brings us to the second lesson for today, chapter 8. And this is the lesson. Dahil sa promotion ni Lord, we can have victory laban sa mga kasamaan. So first was God's provision. The second was God's promotion. Sa totoo lang, sila Esther at si Mordecai, nagsimula sila with humble beginnings. They, will, they were poor. They were immigrants. They were nobodies. Hindi sila sikat. Hindi sila magaling. Pero God was slowly bringing them from the pit to the palace. And so, Mordecai was brought to King Xerxes. Sinabi ni Esther, pinsan ko yan. He's a fellow Jew. Kamag-anak ko yan. At yan ang nagligtas sa hari. So this is what the king did. Then, Mordecai was brought before the king. For Esther had told the king how they were related. The king took off his signet ring, which had been taken from Haman, and gave it to Mordecai. So what's a signet ring, Pastor Mike? A signet ring is a symbol of authority. Kasi nung unang panahon, ang pirmahan nila, lalo na ng mga monarchy, ng mga royalty, pumipirma yan, hindi gamit ang sign pen, hindi ang gumagamit ng ballpen o lapis. Ang ginagamit nila, sing-sing. And this ring, this signet ring, is very, very special ring kasi merong logo ng king, merong, merong seal ng hari. So pag binigyan ka ng king ng signet, oh, ito na yung aking pirma, Yung logo, yung seal ko nandiyan. Yung sing-sing, malaki yun eh. Kasi kailangan, kailangan mag-stamp. Siguro kasi laki ng pandesal yung sing-sing na yun. Eh, joke lang. Hindi ko alam. No? Pero it was given to someone who can use the king's signature anywhere. It was first given to Haman. Kasi si Haman yung prime minister ng king. This time, it was given to Mordecai. Mordecai is now being promoted. The forgotten hero now the Prime Minister. Alam nyo, when Haman left the king's office, ito, sabi ng Bible, then Mordecai left the king's presence wearing the royal robe. Ang ganda na ng suot niya. Binisa na siya ng staff ng king. Royal robe of blue and white. These are colors of royalty. Ang galing, ha? Ibig sabihin, nang pumasok siya, suot lang niya, government official, siguro ukay-ukay. Paglabas niya, grabe, suot niya, mamahalin na. Damit na ng hari ang suot niya. The great crown of gold and an outer cloak of fine linen and purple. Ang ganda naman ng suot ni Mordecai. So, he is now royalty. He is now prime minister. And that's how God promotes us. From nobodies to now an influential person in the land. 
And so, that is how promotion happens. But the promotion has to come from God. Kasi meron daw mga promotion na self-produced. Or it was produced by people in the world. Diba? Kala natin, oh, ang dami ko ng pera. Kala natin, we are promoted. Pero it was a worldly type of promotion. It was a worldly type of significance and recognition. Kaya maraming mga tao, mataas ang posisyon, pero hindi masaya. Maraming mga tao, ang daming pera, pero parang walang patutunguhan ng buhay. Ang daming tao, ang daming medalya, trophies, recognition, awards, ang daming mga promotion, pero wasak ang pamilya. Hiwalay sa asawa. Ang gulo ng buhay. Bakit? Because the promotion is not coming from God. Magkaiba kasi yung promotion ni Lord, iba rin yung promotion ng mundo. ba? The promotion of the world comes with greed and with, with, with fame and vanity and arrogance and stepping down on others. But the promotion of God comes from grace and favor. It comes from a servant and a humble heart that God has lifted that. Amen? Ibig sabihin, yun daw ang hahanapin natin. Lord, hindi yung promotion ng mga tao, hindi yung palakpak ng mga tao, kundi yung ngiti ng Diyos. Ang ganda! Lord, kahit na ayaw nila sa akin, kahit na Lord, hindi nila nare-recognize yung aking ginagawang kabutihan, Lord, mahalaga ikaw, nakangiti ka. I live for an audience of one. I live for the pleasure and the smile of God. It's not to please people. It's not to impress others. But to gain the favor of God. Yun do yung mas mahalagang promotion. Na may pera o wala. Alam mo, pinagpapala ka ng Diyos. Na mayroong palakpak ng tao o wala. Alam mo, natutuwa ang Diyos sa buhay mo. Hello? And so sometimes kasi we live our lives, we spend our lives trying to gain people's approval. Ako, guilty ako dun. Di ba? Kasi I grew up with a lot of insecurities. So I want to impress my boss, I want to impress my you know, my friends, I want to make sure that they love me and they like me. And because of these insecurities, we are driven to always try to put on a good face, put on a good show. But the greatest promotion in life is when we make God happy and delighted and smile. Lord, ah, okay lang kahit naggalit silang lahat sa akin. Basta ikaw, Lord, you approve of me. Amen? You Delight in me. That is the greatest promotion of them all. Wala naman yan sa paramihan ng pera eh. Daming mayayaman. Ako, nagpapakamatay. Ang daming mga matagumpay sa mata ng mundo, pero hindi naman talaga masaya. But those who are promoted by God, they are the ones who have found genuine success. Sabi nga ng Psalm 75, verses 6 to 7, For promotion comes neither from the east, nor from the west, nor from the south. It is God alone who judges. Oh, galing! He decides who will rise and who will fall. So that's how God transforms our lives from rags to riches. God turns our lives around from nobodies to somebodies when He grants us His favor and grace, He grants us His delight 
and his blessing. Nalaro nyo ba yung kwento ni David Smith? David Smith had a problem. No? So, ito si David Smith. He is an overweight person. He's 650 pounds and more at 23 years old. Grabe. Oh, no judgment. David Smith was sexually abused as a child. When he grew up, his mother died. And his only source of happiness is his mom. So tuwing meron siyang problema, siya'y binubuli, siya'y molested, siya'y may mga sugat, his mom would cook food. So the only comfort in his life, the only safety and happiness he found in this world is food. So iba-iba raw tayo ng addiction. Iba sa inyo, addiction nyo, sugal, alak. Iba sa inyo, addiction nyo, sex. Ibang tao, ang addiction is, you know, money. Iba, ang addiction, Shopee, Lazada. Iba-iba raw tayo ng addiction. Si David, ang addiction niya, food. Because an addiction is something that temporarily eases the pain. It's like an anesthesia to our wounds and our hurts. And so, pag meron siyang naalala niya yung mga abuse sa kanya, kakain, malilimutan niya. Pag naalala niya yung mga hurts and all the disappointments and all the failures he has and all the emotional brokenness he has, kakain siya. At sampansamantala siyang magiging masaya. Kaya siya tumaki. One day, David decided, ayoko na ng ganitong buhay. Gusto ko na magbago. Mamamatay ako. Namamaga ang kidney ko. Ang laki ng liver ko. Puro fats. Ang puso ko. Punong-puno ng kolesterol. Ayoko na nito. So, he contacted a physical trainer. Nag-training siya. Treadmill dito. Treadmill doon. Walking dito. Walking doon. Jogging dito. Running dito. 10K, 20K. And so, he... No more rice. No more... Gluten in my diet. No more soda. No more sugar. Ito ho ang ending. David now looks like this. Whoa! Grabe, no? So, that's a turn around. Sino sa inyo gusto nyo ng ganyan? So eventually, he fell in love. A girl, you know, said yes to him. And he had a girlfriend. That's David Smith. You can Google him. Unfortunately, something happened to David Several years after he was able to shape up, he re- had a relapse. Na-depress siya, nasaktan siya, bumalik yung kanyang mga horrible, horrible nightmares. David forgot something. He focused on the physical. Kaya namang magpapayat pag physical lang eh. But he forgot the emotional wounds and the spiritual starvation he has. If you Google him today, He's back to the same weight. And he's struggling right now to lose it again. Ayan. So, minsan, mag- yung, mag- yung mga ganitong journey, ang sarap pong basahin kasi hindi ho fantasy. Hindi live happily ever after. But it's a journey of up and down, of joy and pain, of light and dark. So, there was one comment in the Facebook page to David. I pray that you will find Jesus because He's the only one who can heal all your past and all your wounds. So, sabi ko, wow, ang ganda naman ng comment na to. And David right now is telling all his Facebook friends, pray for me. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I once had a triumphant season, but now I'm back to where I began. Ganun din ang buhay natin, ano? Sometimes we go through dark times with a taste of victory, 
But sometimes we go back and we say, Lord, ikaw na lang talaga ang pag-asa ko. It's not things. It's not people. It's not money in this world that will truly, truly heal and change and satisfy us. Amen? Palapakan nga natin ang Panginoon. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. And so the story of Esther is a story of promotions as well. A story of transformation as well. Esther, the poor orphan who became a great queen. Mordecai, the forgotten servant who became prime minister. Ang ganda! Ang ganda ng kwento. The Jews, the persecuted people who are now the respected people in Persia. Nasa Bible ho yan. Kinatatakutan ngayon sila. Dati sila yung minumura, minamaltrato, dinidiscriminate. Merong Jewish hate. Kung merong Asian hate, merong anti-Semitic hate. Anti na, hate pa eh, no? <laughs> And so... But now they're respected in the whole kingdom of Persia because of God, because of God. Which brings us to our last lesson for chapter 8. And that is, dahil sa protection ni Lord, we can have victory laban sa kasamaan. So God gives us provision, God gives us promotion, and now God gives us protection as we go through dark times and difficult times, as we go through the pain and the suffering and the evil that, we, that surrounds us in this world. So ito na. Dumapit si Queen Esther kay King Xerxes. Mahal na hari, patay na yung kalaban namin, yung kontrabida sa buhay namin at ng mga kababayan ko. Pero mahal na hari, meron pa batas na nakarating sa mga probinsya at mga bayan. Meron ng date na lahat kami papatayin. Paano na yan? Ano nang gagawin namin? Ano ni? Bikini men! Lord! Lord tuloy. King! King Xerxes, help us. So, si Queen Esther, lumapit kay King Xerxes. If it pleases the king, and if I have found favor with him, and if he thinks it is right, and I am pleasing to him, let there be a decree. So, merong decree number one, law number one, patayin lahat ng mga Jews. So, Esther is proposing, let there be a law number two, a second decree. Sabi niya, that reverses the orders of Haman the Agagite, who ordered the Jews throughout all of the king's provinces should be destroyed. For how can I endure to see my people and my family slaughtered and destroyed? King, sana maggawa naman ng second decree. Eto na. Because, because, because Mordecai and Esther now finds favor in the king. Sabi niya, oh, sige, di kayo nang sumulat. Ha! Kayo na gumawa. Yung pirma ko nga, hawak na ni Mordecai. Do it! And so the king says, the king said to Queen Esther and Mordecai, the Jew, now go ahead and send a message to the Jews in the king's name, telling them whatever you want and seal it with the king's signet ring. But remember that whatever was already written in the king's name and sealed with the signet ring can never be revoked. Oh, there is now a second law. Remember, Persia can never reverse their laws. Even if it's a bad law, even if it's a bad decree, it's a bad rule. They can never reverse it. But they can create better rules to contrast from that existing decree. So, ginader lahat ng mga sekretary. Wala pa hong laptop noon. Pero, nagsandamakmak ho ng mga sekretary. At may dictation time. Mordecai is now dictating the new rule. The king's secretaries were summoned. And the decree was written exactly as Mordecai dictated. 
It was said to the Jews and the highest officers, the governors and the nobles of the 127 provinces of Persia. The decree was written in the name of King Xerxes and sealed with the king's signature. Don't pull up on Pastor Impirma ng hari, ano? Hawak ni Mordecai. Eto na. Pastor Mike, what does the second decree say? Ah, very interesting. Kanda nitong chapter 8. They were, they were about to be murdered and massacred and annihilated. But the second decree, they can fight back. Hindi sila pwedeng lumaban eh. You cannot even hold a sword or a spear or a slingshot. It's illegal. But now, the law says, the second law, gawa ni Mordecai, they can fight back. Tira nyo. The king's decree gave the Jews in every city authority to unite. They can organize themselves to defend their lives. They were allowed to kill, slaughter, and annihilate anyone of any nationality or province who might attack them or their children and their wives. Pwede nila ipaglaban ng kanilang mga sarili. Ay, gera na to! Bakbakan na to! And to take the property of their enemies. In other words, they were given now the chance for self-defense as a people. Kanda naman itong chapter 8 na to. So this time, makita nyo ha, ano kayong mangyayari? So now the people who hated the Jews can destroy them, still legal to destroy them, but now the Jews, it's legal for them to fight back, to defend their wives and their children and their properties. Sa chapter 9, eh ano mangyayari, Pastor Mike? Civil war! Civil war yan ah! Ah, huwag kayong absent Si Pastor Joseph, chapter 9. Praise God. So, ang saya-saya, saya-saya ng mga Jews. Yes! Woohoo! We will survive this. Parang napanood ko to ah. The purge. May counter purge. They will destroy us in one day. We can fight back at the same day. Tira nyo. The Jews were filled with joy and gladness and were honored everywhere. Marami nang ginagalang na sila. Ay, wag, wag mo... That's a Jew. Oh, don't touch them. Don't bully them anymore. We cannot make fun of them anymore. We cannot hurt them anymore. Because they're afraid of Mordecai and they're afraid of the God of Mordecai. Sabi ng Bible, in every province and city, wherever the king's decree arrived, the Jews rejoiced and had great celebration and declared a public festival and holiday. Oh, may festival? May holiday? That is why until today, the Jews celebrate this festival. Diba tayo, meron tayong mga festivals, meron tayong mga national holiday. Recently, you know, we celebrated the Feast of the Sacrifice. No? Yung, when Abraham was offering Isaac, the Muslims initiated that celebration. So in the Philippines, it's a national holiday. Last Wednesday, di ba? So the Jews, meros, marami silang ganong holiday. And one of the holidays is this. They call the holiday the purge. Hindi, joke lang. <laughs> they call the holiday the Feast of Purim. Oh, ano yung Purim? Pur is the word for dice. Remember when Haman was thinking, ano kayang araw, ano kayang buwan, papatayin lahat ng mga Jew. So he used a dice. To, dis- to, to distinguish, oh, March 7, the Jews will be killed. 
but it was reversed. He was killed. And the people who will try to kill them will be killed as well. And so the Jews today, they celebrate it. How do they celebrate it? They knock on doors, giving food and gifts to everyone. It's like Christmas to them. So kakatok sa bahay mo, para din sa atin mga sa Pilipinas, sa mga probinsya, meron tayong piyesta. Kahit sino pwede pumasok sa mga bahay nang walang paalam. Dahil piyesta. Good morning po. Sino ka? Sino ka? Ba't mo kinakain yung pansit ko? Ba't mo kinakain yung aming lechon? Kapit-bahay ho ako. Ba't ka dito? Piyesta ho. Ah, piyesta ba? O, sige, sige, sige. <laughs> Meron din silang ganon. The Feast of Purim. They will knock on doors. Good morning. Hi. Happy fiesta. We have gifts for you. Meron ho kaming bake mac, may spaghetti. Bakit? Bakit? Bibigyan. Eh, kapit-bahay niyo kami. Fiesta po ngayon ng Purim, the Feast of Purim. Today, the Jews, when you go to Israel, they celebrate this. Wow! You see what happens when we walk with God, when we, when we trust God, when we follow God? God protects those he tra- who trust Him. There's no safer path than the will of God. There's, there's no safer plan than the Word of God. There's no safer place than the arms of God. So now we have a new definition of protection. It's not just physical protection or financial protection or health protection, although God once in a while does that. But it's now a protection of the heart. It's the soul feeling safe even though you're surrounded by storms. It's the heart feeling confident and secure even though you're surrounded by enemies and difficulties and evil. Because God is our security. God is our safety. Sabi nga ng Psalms chapter 57, Be gracious to me, O God, be gracious to me, for my soul takes refuge in you. And in the shadow of your wings, I will take refuge until destruction passes by. Yan ang kwento ng book of Esther. The book of Esther invites us to understand. See? See? God allows you to go through pain and injustice and suffering and discrimination and all this threat of annihilation. But you see, in spite and despite all of that in this world, He is still our refuge. Oh, ganda! He's still our hiding place. He's still our defense. He provides for us amidst the poverty and the scarcity and the needs. He promotes us amidst the shame and the painful situations we go through. And He protects us amidst the evil and the darkness that surrounds us. Yun ho ang kwento ng book of Esther. And so to remember, sabi ng Romans chapter 8, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or peril? Wala! Kahirapan, kamatayan, cancer man yan o pagsubok. But in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer through Him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor demonyo man yan, anghel man yan, mga sakuna, dilubyo, pandemia man yan, nothing in all creation shall, shall separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen? Woohoo! Praise God. Palapakan natin ang Panginoon. Wala, 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 wala. Walang pwede maghiwalay sa atin sa pag-ibig ng Panginoong Yesus. And that, more than money, more than wealth, more than promotions, and more than the applause of people, that is the greatest security in life. 
Whoa! And that is chapter 8 for all of us. Remember, tayo ay may tagumpay laban sa kasamaan dahil kay Lord. Hindi naman yung pagalingan o payamanan o patalinuhan eh. When we trust and obey God, He will provide for us. He will promote us and He will protect us. That's Esther for us. Hindi mo man makita, may ginagawa at pinagagawa ang Diyos sa buhay mo. Huwag ka magtampo. God can turn something bad into something good. Amen? Praise God. Today we talked about three powerful lessons. Number one, there's a provision in the Lord. We can have victory over our enemies, over darkness, and over evil in this world. There's a promotion in the Lord. There's a protection in the Lord. Kaya natin mapagtagumpayan ang mga kasamaang pinagdadaanan natin. Thank you, God. Tayo pong lahat itumayo, tayo manalangin. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for your word to us today, for your reminder for us. Daano ba ng pinagdadaanan namin, O Diyos, mabuti man o masama, matamis man o mapait, pangit man o maganda. Alam namin, Panginoon, na Ikaw ang siyang kasama namin, na Ikaw ang siyang kakampi namin, na Ikaw ang siyang kalakasan namin, Panginoon. You provide for us. You promote us. Not the promotion that the world gives, but the favor that comes from you. And you protect us, O God. Nothing can separate us from your love. Pero, Panginoon, minsan, dadaan pa rin kami sa masakit at mapait at matindi at pabigat. Ayos lang, Panginoon, dahil Ikaw ang aming kasama. Ikaw ang aming kakampi. Kaya, Panginoon, sa mundong ito, punong-puno ng gulo. Pero nandyan ka. We have rest, we have peace, we have confidence, we have hope. Because we have you. 